When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish, the podcast with a hole for a heart. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Oh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. <laughs> We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality <laughs> and actuality. And today... Today, we're uh, going to talk about... Yep, we're going to talk about werewolves. Werewolves of London. Um, now that's got to go on the list. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, this was Patreon. Patreon vote happened. Yeah, thanks Patreon. We were picking for from spooky options yeah. since it's <laughs> that time of year. Happy gay Christmas everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh is it news time? Uh no, just one note about our Patreon happy hour which is coming up for all Patreon members on Wednesday, November 1st. We had to change the time because I have a job now. Yeah. It takes up some of my time. Um we have to start at 7 p.m. So instead yeah. of six, we are starting at seven. Yeah. So we will see you there Wednesday, November 1st at 7 p.m. I will still be late, but Mike is going to be later than that. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in Buenos Aires, Kyle. How is it? It is late. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's 1130. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. No, it's good. South America's fun. I like it here. Yeah. The boys are pretty. Ooh. Any boys stories to report? Mm, no no okay no okay. I, I've, I've 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 been keeping it in my pants okay well if you want personal news if you want personal news you have to join patreon and listen to the monthly bonus episode oh yeah on our bonus episodes every month instead of doing the news we do personal news where we talk about our life updates so if you want to hear more about us and dig into that parasocial relationship go ahead yeah. and sign up for patreon <laughs> <laughs> okay now the news yeah Shut your mouth hole, it's time for your ear holes. News, news, news. Okay, first I have a news update. Okay. Look look at me, Kyle. I'm doing it. I'm watching you. I'm seeing I remembered, you. I remembered to play the news theme song, or at least like prompt when that happens before talking about news updates. Okay. And I just, like, it's, it's gelling. The formula is working. Finally, after six and a half years, Mike, it's working for us. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the update is that LaFonza Butler is not going to run for California's uh, uh, junior senator uh, position. Now, she was appointed by Gavin Newsom. I talked about her at the live show uh, to replace Diane Feinstein, who died. And she has indicated that she will indeed not be seeking uh, a full term. She's just going to finish out. Senator Feinstein's term and right off into the sunset with her hot wife. So <laughs> yeah, that's all good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then somebody wrote in with like feedback. They were like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't want her to be it because she was appointed and that's unfair or something. I, hmm. I don't have time to go into all of it right now. And I respectfully disagree with that person. Um, Suck it. <laughs> great. <laughs> Uh, news the first. So uh, in Nigeria, 76 people have been arrested for going to a gay birthday party. <laughs> Wait. 
Is it a yep. birthday party for a gay person or was the event itself very gaily done? Well, okay, so 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 the Buhari Saad of Nigeria's Security and Civil Defense Corps, who is the villain in this story, just so okay. you know, um, said, quote, we apprehended 76 suspected homosexuals while Ooh. holding a birthday party organized by one of them who was to wed his male bride at the event. So it, is it a gay wedding or a gay birthday party or, or, or both? Um, so the, they, they believe the organizer of the birthday party planned to incorporate a wedding into the event. And that's, you know, gay birthday party, not, not, not okay. Gay wedding. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's a double gay event <laughs> right there, which is doubly not allowed. Uh, 59 men were arrested, 21 of whom wow. confessed to being homosexual, and there were 17 women. Anyway, it's illegal. It's illegal as hell in Nigeria because it's a fucked up bullshit place. And technically, homosexuality uh, is is uh, punishable with up to 14 years in prison or 10 years for accomplices, which I don't know. How, how are you an accomplice to gay? That's like, your that's fag hag. <laughs> yeah, <I think laughs> that's so. a different word for fag hag. Because I just don't know how, like, an accomplice. Like, I helped you do the gay, but I without <laughs> I bet, being gay myself. I bet that's people who know, like people who you tell but don't do anything about it. Like, if you don't turn them in right away, I bet mm. it's all those people. All right, giving aid and comfort to the enemy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this comes right after an actual gay wedding that was for sure a gay wedding that they raided and they arrested more than two hundred people there. And prosecuted 69 of them. Nice. And they were eventually released on bail. And they've been ordered to sign a register once a month until their next hearing. But just this person says, quote, we are bringing this out to the world to know, especially Nigerians, we are in Africa and we cannot copy the Western culture because we do not have the same structure and tradition, which I've bitched about this before. Anybody who says being gay isn't African is incorrect. Like, mm. There were many, many, many cultures on the continent of Africa before Western colonization fucked them up that were totally queer affirming. And you're just you're just wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and you can't export gay either. That's not like this is not an American idea that is being like exported anyway. Yeah, that'd be like, no, we can't be tall. That's an American ideal that we don't mm -hmm. want here in our country. And it's like, I can't. It, yeah. That's just not how that works. So yeah, if you're over six foot, you got to die. That's the only way to stop it. That would, I would be dead. <laughs> I would not. Good barely. for you. <laughs> just <laughs> barely made it. I just think about what a waste of time and resources to be spending. Like there's probably a lot of important things that need to get done. What a massive waste of time for everyone fucking involved in that. That's yeah, work, just gross. work on all of those princes that have money that they're trying to send money yeah. to, to my grandma. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Reprioritize, you know? Okay, well, news the second. So, you know how there are very few lesbian bars left in the world, um, especially in our country. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, unfortunately, San Diego's hilariously named lesbian bar Gossip Grill uh, was... <laughs> Was uh, was set on fire in an apparent arson attack on oh. Friday, 
Yeah. The so on social media, Gossip Girl staffers said it was intentional and was arson. Um, Gossip Girl is one of the last remaining queer women's bars in the country. It breaks my heart knowing that someone intentionally tried to burn it down. Uh, they thanked the San Diego Fire Department for their quick response. And uh, apparently they responded quickly enough that it just damaged the front patios of the place. And the actual bar itself is likely uh, okay. Like maybe some smoke damage. They're, they're figuring it out. And uh, there has been a suspect that has been arrested over the weekend. That's good. Which what's interesting there is he is a former employee and so it's not being prosecuted as a hate crime because like it, something else is going on. This person, I guess, has a history of being having mental illness issues, um, mental health problems. And oh, okay. um, it, 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 they're not exactly sure what the motive is at this time. But um, they're, again, not going to be going after him as a hate crime because he's a member of the community and used to work there and there's something else going on. I don't know. Leave it to the lesbian bar to have drama, even when it gets burned down. Like <laughs> there's still tons of drama there <laughs> no matter what. Yep. Yep. Uh, I hope everything's fine. I hope they survive. I hope insurance gives them a fat check and they get more lesbianic than ever before. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. Soup's lesbian. <laughs> can make it even, even more, even more lesbo. You lesbos. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then news the last. So we have said that Rishi Sunak is one of the nominees for dickbag fuckface asshole of the year. Yep. And um, uh, that's still the case. This doesn't mitigate that. But he okay. indicated last week that he was going to be introducing a conversion therapy ban for the United Kingdom that was going to include trans people. Apparently there oh, are good. other other kinds of conversion therapy rules that that didn't include trans people and and so this one that his plan was to announce that in the king's speech um he was supposed to include a draft bill banning the practice in the king's speech coming up on the 5th of november enter a new candidate for dickbag fuckface asshole of the year <clears throat> uh, a tory mp named miriam cates has just gone ballistic trying to stop this from happening and uh so the latest news is that uh rishi sunak is has indicated uh that he's not going to be introducing that legislation after all or or that at least won't appear in the king's speech so she she's just she's just a terrible person she said a lot of really heinous shit of course it's always for the children and she's convinced that somehow if you, I don't, I don't understand the tortured mental like hoops that you have to jump through here, but um, she thinks that the bill would quote, have terrible unintended consequences, potentially criminalizing parents and doctors who counsel children against changing their gender, which no, that's not. No. Yeah. I was going to say, no, that's not conversion <laughs> therapy. That's. But yeah, yeah. Apparently more than 40 members of parliament signed her bullshit letter demanding that he not do this, at least not yet. So then in, instead he's going to kick the can down the road by publishing a draft bill that he will then consult MPs on, which is a practice known as pre-legislative scrutiny. So the bill doesn't have a chance to become law until after the next general election. 
I'm not sure why all of that works that way. I'm not that in tune with with uh, UK law or whatever. But yeah. In, anyway, he took a step back. So now, so now he and this other bitch are on the list of horrible people. <laughs> that really sucks, especially to feel like you're making progress and then have that taken away by someone that just goes fucking nuts. And this one is a no brainer. We just have seen over and over and over again that conversion therapy causes harm. It, it like it, yeah. it, it increases self-harm and suicide rates among people that go through it. It is not successful. You can't change somebody uh, just w- when it comes to gender and, and sexuality um, and, and trying actively hurts them. It, it's just it's just stupid. It's just yeah. stupid. You're right that this is an obvious one that should be banned um, just everywhere. And it's frustrating that it still isn't. Yep. Yep. Well, and they've been talking about this shit forever. Like Theresa May was talking about introducing a conversion therapy ban five years ago. And um, I mean, just ugh. and then, of course, Boris Johnson, which I, you know, he's still on the list, right? Like he's like a dick back, buck face asshole emeritus or something (laughs) honorary Um, member yeah yeah anyway so hopefully the uk will get its shit together eventually um that's the news that's the news well uh speaking of people that got their shit together i want to thank the following patreon members thank you to kobe atsuka maybe okay Um, thank you kobe Kobe bryant's japanese brother Sure, because that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Thatcher Deus, Mike Cunningham, and Joey McCormick. Cornick. Comic. Cornmick. Cormick. I can totally read. You know when there's R and an M next to each other, there's just a bunch of loops, and you're like, how many loops do I say? Anyway, yeah, Joey yeah, McCormick. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, thank you. Oh, and one more. Oh, my God. And Messy Wessie. Oh, that's a, that's, that's pleasant. (laughs) Um, so if you want to join Patreon and that gets you access to our Patreon happy hours every quarter. And if you join at the $5 level, you get bonus episodes and bonus segments. You get a lot of bonus audio from us. Uh, all of that and more is available at patreon.com slash gayish podcast. Do it. Do it. (laughs) All right. You want to talk about werewolves? Yeah, let's. Why are we talking about werewolves? Well, okay. So we did the Patreon poll every month, mm-hmm. and we we like choose three topics, and then our Gap Bridgers get to vote on which one we do an episode on. And we uh, th- this time we're like, oh, gay Christmas right around the corner. That's Halloween, if you didn't know. And so we picked three spooky topics, and uh, you said witches and vampires, and I said werewolves, and werewolves won. And is it just because it's like? gay overtones to werewolves that that's like dudes that it like are like hairy and shirtless. Like, is that why it won? I, I, I think teen wolf is a non-zero reason. Probably. <laughs> I really thought witches or vampires were, were going to win. I thought, I mean, those were my, the ones that I picked clearly. I thought those were the, the top is we're going to do witches for our bonus Patreon monthly episode so yep. stay tuned for that but yep. um yep. yeah i really thought i really thought mine were the go-to but i think because yours are 
hot dudes. Well, we we have seen if there's hotness involved, our listeners will go for it because they are horny. Yeah, like they're just they just are. And I think of the three of them, werewolves do get the most like objectification in a hot way. Like vampires are pretty, but they're not like jacked and, and or shirtless. Yeah. But before Teen Wolf, were werewolves really that hot? I guess in Twilight we had what's his fuck? Yeah. T- um, um, t- uh, Taylor? Taylor Lautner? Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I guess so. I guess werewolves have been hot. So, uh, fine, Patreon. I accept your judgment. Yeah. Well, I do too because I, I won. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Mike. Good yep. for you. Yep. Um, well, I am. I am. I'm going to, of course, talk to you about the history of werewolves. Okay. What do you? Okay. For, but before I do this, I do want to calibrate a little bit on like what are all of the things that you think of when you think about a werewolf? Like what's what's true? What like what's how do how do werewolves work, Kyle? Werewolves work so sexily. Mm-hmm. So hairily. Yeah, they they work it with with a cue. With yes, <laughs> they work. They uh during the full moon they transform into their werewolf form. So usually you gotta lock them up in a cage or in a box mm-hmm. uh, during the full moon time, and otherwise they just go feral and they'll rip your throat out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so okay. I don't know. Is there more? What, what, well, some, some, some things that you've said, and we'll, we'll get into, I think all of the like sort of folklore things about them. Uh, but, but you, you've honed in on like some, some specifics that are actually like variables in, in some traditions, like only on a full moon. That's a, like, there are werewolves that in some traditions could change into a wolf at will, not because of something that happened Ooh. or um, it could during the day and not just has to be at night. Like there's, there's, so you, you, you've gone down the road of the, like, they can't help it. This happens to them on the night of a full moon thing. Yeah. Another yeah. one is, are they, are they in their right mind or can they not control themselves when they're in wolf form? And you've mm. sort of implied that, like your form of werewolf, like is no longer like human on the inside. Like they, they are a vicious beast and can't yeah. control themselves. And they, they eat, eat people yeah. instinctually or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some other, some other things that I, uh, are knobs to turn, um, is, um, how do you kill one? Oh, with a silver bullet. Is that them? Silver bullet is very common. Yeah. That's, okay. that's, okay. That is, that is, that is one of them. Um, a lot of traditions, just like vampires, you have to do like stake through the heart and or behead it. But yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's a whole bunch of different things. And that's because werewolves have been out of the history shit have been around for a very, very, very long time. It, it at least goes back to Greek mythology. And I think this story is, is just, is insane. So Lycaon was a king of Arcadia who wanted to test whether Zeus was all knowing or not. So he's sitting at the kitchen table thinking to himself, does God know everything? Does Zeus know everything? How can I test this? And of course, naturally he decided to kill his son, Nictimus, cook him and serve him to Zeus in a lasagna 
and see if Zeus could tell that his son was in the food. That went from zero to a hundred <laughs> very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could have had 17 other ideas of ways to test this that yeah. didn't involve killing my son, but that's uh, me. It turns out also that apparently King Lycaon got, got, got around and um, had 50 children, um, sons, specifically oh. sons. He had many wives and he had 50 sons. So he's, I think, just, you know, has a lot laying around. Yeah. Yeah. You kill one. you like, okay, I'm just down 2% of my sons. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Zeus is like, wait a minute. This lasagna tastes like boy. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and so he transformed the king into a wolf and killed all of his sons. Oh no, that's the other 98%. <laughs> but brought the one that was cooked back to life. <laughs> oh. Is that where we get the podcast 98% invisible? Yes. Yes. Obvi. Okay. <laughs> Obvi. <Obvious. laughs> So there's a whole bunch of different versions of this story, um, like like a lot of Greek mythology. It lasted for so long and was told by so many people. A lot of it was oral tradition. But uh, yeah, in, in one of them, Zeus visits his sons in the form of a peasant. And then they killed a kid and put it into his food. Uh, so he got mad and threw the food um, on the ground and then killed them all with lightning. It just, like there's 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 a whole bunch of different versions of of this this story, but but the most popular one is in which he turns the king into a wolf, and that's so the Greeks aren't the only tradition in which there's like people kind of becoming animals or um or gods appearing in the forms of animals like and um, anthropomorphization in like the supernatural is 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 part of like all of human history lots of different cultures lots of cave paintings and shit like that but yeah. but this story of like boom you're a wolf now uh, seems to be like the genesis of it all um okay so so then um there's this period of time like in in medieval times where the 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 werewolf is um like not really a beast not really a monster but just kind of a, a victim of like, you got cursed by a witch. Sorry, dude, you're a wolf. Mm -hmm. um, but then like the wolf does like good things, like tries oh. to be helpful to n knights and other people that are, you know, trying to do good in the world and the wolf will be helpful in some kind of way. But then it, it's, uh, it, it's around the 1400s, give or take that things really take a turn and the werewolf becomes a satanic beast and that's where this craving for human flesh part comes into. And what I think is, is interesting is just like witches and about the same time as witches. And we're going to talk about witches in this month's bonus episode. There are werewolf trials that pop up in, in, in different places in Europe, but especially in uh, Switzerland. Um, Wait, but now we've gotten out of mythology and into just like real history. Like people have historically been like that dude is a werewolf. Like it, let's actually try you. Exactly right. So, so people started to believe that werewolves were a, th were, were an actual th thing. And then there would 
panics would start just like with witches there, instead of a witch hunt, there'd be a werewolf hunt. <laughs> um, uh, Switzerland had it a lot. There were um, uh, in the early 15th century, but these spread uh, all throughout Europe from, from there clear through to the 18th century. And I, I, just like with witches, like, well, we'll talk about it in the other episode, but like there are all these ways to tell, like, is that person a witch or not? And then the trial would be like, you know, throw her in the river. And if she floats, she's made out of wood. So therefore she's flammable. So you burn. I'm, this is from Monty Python. Um, <laughs> the source of much of our gayish information. <laughs> yeah. But like the dude, like he puts, he puts this, they put a carrot on the nose of the woman cause she's a witch and and she's like they put this on me and the guy is like did you put that on her and they're like yeah we did but she's still a witch and we're gonna burn her anyway you just spoiled of- one of my segments for the witches episode oh, okay sorry sorry no, that's sorry. okay i'll skip that story nobody listens anyway um <laughs> But uh, uh, apparently having a unibrow was one of them for werewolves. So oh, <laughs> you, you already are going through life with a unibrow. You already have to deal with that. And on top of that, someone's like, well, n- not only am I going to point that out, I'm going to say that that makes you a monster. Oh, mm-hmm. that sucks. Mm-hmm. I bet they didn't have tweezers back in that day either. Yep. 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 Poor guy. And now people think you're eating their children. Um, yeah. uh, curved fingernails, having low set ears, uh, having a swinging stride, like the way that you walk supposedly could show. Is that gay to walk that way? Like I, I kind like a gangly kind of like a uncoordinated way, which that's, oh. I was, I certainly fit the bill when I was a kid. So, um, <laughs> uh, th- this is, this is kind of fun. One way to tell if somebody was a werewolf was to cut them. And if you saw fur in the cut, that <laughs> meant that they were a werewolf. Um, uh, the the Russians thought that werewolves could be recognized because they had bristles under their tongue. <laughs> but uh, but w- what I really want to get to is this trial that I found that, that uh, I, I'd never heard of before. So there's this dude named Peter Stump. And the re- w- there's two reasons that this stuck out to me. One is, uh, it, is it is grotesque. And I love it. <laughs> the other is that I have a bunch of stumps in my family. And no way. Um, so I might, I might be like distantly related to this dude. Um, but basically uh, Peter stump, uh, he also might've been Stuba um, or stump. Um, but he was accused of being a serial killer and accused of witchcraft, cannibalism and werewolfery. Which that's a good that's a good word. Wolfery, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, let's see. It would have been in uh, 1589. He had one of the most famous werewolf trials in history. So they they said you're a werewolf, and and they they rounded him up, and then they put him in a rack. So they stretched him out. You know when like they tie your hands and your legs and like put you on a drawn and quartered kind of thing. Yeah. Well, they 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 stretch you out on a rack. Okay, so but before they could torture him more, they got him to confess to a whole bunch of stuff. So he confessed to practicing black magic since he was 12. He claimed that the devil had given him a magic belt that let him turn into a wolf 
whenever he wanted to. Um, it said, quote, the likeness of a greedy, devouring wolf, strong and mighty, with eyes great and large, which in the night sparkled like fire, a mouth great and wide, with most sharp and cruel teeth, a huge body and mighty paws. And then that's pretty like eloquent for being tortured. Like that's <laughs> far nicer speech and vocabulary than I use on a day to day basis when I'm not being tortured. So good for him. What have you considered just like torturing yourself to up your writing game? Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's life, Mike. Yeah. Life is yeah. life is torture. He told the local magistrate that he had left his magic wolf belt in a valley somewhere and sure. so they went looking for it. There's like a treasure hunt to find this werewolf belt. <laughs> but uh he was accused of eating goats, lambs and sheep for 25 years. And then he confessed to killing and eating 14 children, two pregnant women whose fetuses he ripped from their wombs and ate their hearts panting hot and raw. He described those hearts as dainty morsels. Uh, and one, one of the 14 children was his own son, whose brain he apparently ate. But did he? I, 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 I don't know. Apparently, yeah. apparently he went out with his son into the woods, turned into a wolf and ate him. Uh, <laughs> so, so he was accused of being a serial killer and a cannibal, but also was accused of banging his own daughter, um, which, so she was sentenced to die also, which that seems wholly unfair, but maybe checks out because patriarchy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of the, one of the pieces of evidence that I absolutely love, uh, apparently it's possible that the reason his last name was Stump was because he was missing a hand and the werewolf that had been sighted was missing a paw and it was the same one. So clearly this dude was that werewolf. That's very convenient. That's right? a very convenient clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, also mean to be like, you don't have a hand and then we're like, oh, we'll just call him Stump. Yeah. That's... <laughs> such a mean nickname yeah well and i i would love it actually if like my family name stump was just because of an amputation at some point in our history that stuck yeah <laughs> i don't know um but they that'd they, be like if someone looked at me and was like oh yeah we'll just call him huge dick you know like yeah. okay but i'm you know more than just that one thing i mean my last name is johnson so oh yeah um, fuck you win um okay so they they executed him on Halloween, 1589. So it was the 31st of October, 18, uh, 1589, alongside his daughter, Sybil, and Mistress Catherine. Um, uh, they, his flesh was torn from his body in 10 places with red hot pinchers, followed by his arms and legs. Then his limbs were broken with the blunt side of an axe to prevent him from returning from the grave. Uh, he was beheaded and his body was burnt on a pyre. Uh, his daughter and mistress had already been flayed and strangled and they were burned along with him. Did everyone, did anyone live? No. Okay. Executions. They were all executed, Kyle. <laughs> they sound they very dead to me. Yeah. Uh, as a warning against similar behavior, we're, we're wolfery. Um, uh, they, they elected, uh, erected a pole with, uh, with a torture wheel and a figure of a wolf on it. And on top of it, they put his head. Ooh, yeah, gross. Anyway, that's uh, his nickname was the Werewolf of Bedburg because he was from 
Bedburg, uh, Germany. And uh, I, I apparently that was not super uncommon. That was just like the most famous example of people were accused of being werewolves all the time and they would be put on trial just like witches. And then like they would drum up all of this fucked up evidence and like kill these people in, in horrific ways. Yikes. So then the Victorians, it's always comes back to the Victorians uh, when they started (laughs) writing all these Gothic novels, things like Bram Stoker and Dracula and Mary Shelley and Frankenstein. And, um, but um, werewolves begin to have a, um, a pretty steady representation in, in literature. And um, that's really when it's solidified as like one of the classic monsters in our, like, who are you going as for Halloween things? Yeah. I don't know. I think I want to be done now. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, that's actually a good place to leave off because you were talking about literature. Okay. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about modern day literature. Mm -hmm. And that is, there just mean movies. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean books. There, when you look up gay werewolf shit, there are Ooh. so many books that come up. So how many I, of them are written by Chuck Tingle? <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish all of them. I wish every book was written by Chuck Tingle. Like Pride and Prejudice up the butt, War and Peace in my butt. Um Fahrenheit 451 in my butt. In my butt. (laughs) So I read an article called Seven Must Read Werewolf Books on bookriot.com by Caitlin Hobbs that came out in 2020. I guess we're all eager for something to do and gay werewolf books was one of the possible outlets for that. Do you plan on reading any of them? Um, Okay, here's what we'll do. We'll we'll read through them and then I want us to come up with our own book pitch uh based on the themes we find and then maybe maybe if our book pitch is good i'll i'll do research and read some of these okay but first there are a few tropes in gay werewolf books one is the faded mates that's when two people seem destined to be together they maybe keep running into each other it seems like their relationship was meant to be Mm mm-hmm in fantasy stories, maybe it's prophesized or maybe it's a supernatural pairing. Uh, that's one of the tropes that comes up a lot. Another is the forbidden romance, which Wait, is there. How's that? How's that different? Faded is they were meant to be forbidden means there's some kind of Rome. There's something that gets in the way from them being together. There's some, something that's not allowed it's got it lure and it. secret or whatever you yeah, know our families hate each other romeo and juliet everyone dies at the end okay yep <laughs> yep um there is the alpha male trope which said it was not like misogynistic and incel kind of thing it was um a self-elected title a thing of pride being the most dominant and successful man in the room apparently this is based on i did not know this a disproven study about wolf packs so i did not know alpha male is not a real thing in actual wolves yeah Yeah. you you knew this information no i no, i did i didn't i didn't but like it's it's one of those things that like if you tell a lie enough times then people start believe that it to to believe that it's fact and i think i think that just like dogs have an alpha dogs packed together and they're one of them emerges as the alpha. That's just one of those things that's so commonly said, it believed that you just kind of believe it. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, it's new information that I'm not surprised by. Cause that seems like the kind of fact that would be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> on accident. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to this article, at least there's no such thing as a designated alpha within a wolf pack. So, sure. Um, but, but it makes uh, it hot. So, but it makes it hot. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is one of the the alpha male kind of idea them wrestling for like who's the who's the leader of the group who's the most dominant isn't this part of the homoeroticism of werewolves yes absolutely look yeah i watched a lot of teen wolf kyle uh, like <laughs> mtv's teen wolf yes to that mm-hmm. and there was so 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 much homoerotic who's dominating who and like who's the alpha and like oh god yeah yeah oh it gets me going (laughs) (laughs) i i watched all of teen wolf as well so i was right there with you and um tyler posey now does like i don't know if it's only fans but he does some kind of like he has an only fans i don't know if it's only fans or if it's a different one but yeah does he show dong um probably not right you can't I don't know. I haven't mm. followed it that closely. Okay, everyone shut up. This is what we're doing now. <laughs> Tyler Posey, OnlyFans, Dong. Okay, we're going to check this out later. <laughs> Bookmark that one. Yeah. Okay, please continue. Something else to know before I talk about the actual books is that a lot of gay romance books are written by straight women. Yeah, I've heard that. Especially the ones that have to do with like vampires or, or apparently werewolves. So yeah, yeah. I don't understand why that is. I have not gotten a good answer on why. Um, okay. Let's, let's, let's make something up and pass it off as the truth. I, I do think, I do think that like there's the probably wrong thing that like men are visual sexual creatures and that women are, not that they're emotional sexual creatures that they're you know that erotic fiction appeals more to a feminine brain Mm. and they think two gay dudes is hot yeah yeah i guess just the way straight dudes think lesbians are hot this is this is straight women's version of like lesbian porn for straight dudes maybe yeah huh yeah i think i think we figured it out great did it nailed it just like when someone's leaving my place, he says, I got to the bottom of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here are a few books. And remember, think about the themes that you're seeing. There's one called, can I pet your werewolf, which is a graphic novel anthology. (laughs) Like a pet. Like, you keep it in your backyard. I, okay. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> keep it in your backyard. Um, it's short and sweet. Gives you a snip, snippet of view into the lives of werewolves and the people they spend their time with. Uh, there is Wolf at the Door, which is five book series. So if you need some like, you know, a lot to read about gay werewolves, you can do that. It's human and werewolf detectives <laughs> partnered <laughs> to solve a murder. Oh my God. Um, and a slow burn romance with apparently there is a trope assholes to lovers. <laughs> Great. Um, there is wolf song, which is a book where ox, the main character grows up from a young adult 
with an abusive father to an adult who is what his pack needs. <laughs> Alpha male. <laughs> There's, I like this one, a fairy of bones. It's a detective that's, that's the title. That's the title. Okay. <laughs> it is a detective romance. Urban fantasy includes gods, demons, and werewolves and a, we shouldn't romance. Ooh, we shouldn't, but we have to. But we must. But we mustn't. <laughs> but we must. Oh. Oh. Um, there is. I'll just do one more. The the Alpha's Warlock apparently features a chatty mage and a growly alpha wolf who are enemies to lovers with the standard. If you only talk to each other uh, kind of frustration. Hmm. So, hmm. OK, what themes are we seeing in some of these books? It seems like a lot of them are like problem solving together or something. Yeah. Detective <laughs> came up more than I imagined for this. Yeah. yeah. There's an attraction to someone they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about the relationships in these books and it's, you know, the lead character and an attraction that they shouldn't have or isn't working for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Okay. I think it's interesting that like all of the monster stuff comes down to this, like psychological theory. I think that, that, that all, all people inside of them have a horrible demon just waiting for an opportunity to get out that they can't control. Oh yeah. I, 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 I I can't articulate it because I haven't thought about it very deeply, but I, I bet it's, I bet that's Victorians too, actually. But the, the, um, just the idea that like there's something inside of you that is bad and evil and wicked. That's just barely under control and it hmm. could come out in any minute, not for everybody, but some people. And then there's like the bad boy thing. Like that makes it hot because it's dangerous, but also like ill-advised or something. Anyway, sorry. Okay. So what if our book, I'm actually going to talk about what werewolf is a metaphor for in oh. a little bit. So, okay. Hold, hold all that information in your brain. Okay. I think we could have like, maybe you were talking about a bad boy and everyone's always like searching for something or like detective style. Maybe we have the son of a private investigator is our lead. And he's, uh, he goes on stakeouts with his dad. Ooh. Okay. And then the, like, fam- like family dick.com. <laughs> <laughs> that's not where i was going yeah it's no it's his stepdad okay (laughs) and maybe maybe just maybe his stepdad is in fact the werewolf Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's called stepwolf steppenwolf (laughs) steppenwolf (laughs) that's a band and, oh, I it think is? He's, and I think he's an author too. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So those are, those are gay werewolf books. They're really prominent. Hopefully I gave you some ideas if you want to read more about them, but yeah, they, they also all seem to feature this like petty teenage drama relationship kind of bullshit. So I don't know why these are all themes that come along with being a werewolf, hmm. but maybe I, maybe it is that like, what you're describing that metaphor of like, there's a little bit of a monster inside me. That's also kind of seems like a teenage kind of view of 
people's good and bad sides. Like it, it just breaks it down to such a basic kind of overly simplified, like, Oh, there's something bad inside me kind of thing. And like it's puberty, you got hair coming out of weird places. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. What if it never stops and I just turn into a wolf? (laughs) What if I get a unibrow? Right, right. Then they'll know. Then they'll know. Uh, Steppenwolf is a Herman Hesse novel, and that's where the band got their name. But yes. Mine was Steppenwolf. Step, yeah. Yeah. It's very different. It's very different. Different IP. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) What do you got? Well, I just wanted to have you take this quiz so that we could talk about your results. Um, Okay. Or maybe that should be the Patreon segment. Oh, Okay. Yeah, we or can do, do you, that on or, Patreon. Or do, you have a, or do you have a better one for Patreon? <laughs> That's a great one. All right. Well, Kyle is going to do this what's your werewolf name quiz that I found. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'll share my results as well. Ooh, I want to know our werewolf names. I'm yeah. excited. Okay. So do you want to keep going on this m- metaphor thing then? Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. Do you want me to talk about metaphors? Yeah, I do. Okay. So... You already, I was going to ask you what you thought werewolf was a metaphor for, but you already answered that. So I don't have to ask you that. Yeah. Good work. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Wait. Okay. No, we're going to talk about this now instead. Okay. What if we invent a new kind of werewolf? That's a weird top who (laughs) like, that's like, it's a vert, you're a verse bottom. You only, you only fuck on a full moon. You, you, you like top. transform into a top on the full moon. You just like grow a foot long dick and like ha- have this insatiable need to go rail some twink. And then, and then you just go back to being a bottom the rest of the month. I love this idea. What <laughs> like you uh, like get taller and you <laughs> yeah. get like broader chested yeah. and you start to have some toxic views about, masculinity <laughs> yeah, yeah. um yeah. that's kind of like a werewolf though that's, you're and your your uh your 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 headboard and linens disappear so it's just a box spring mattress on the floor <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love wear top wear top yeah okay yeah yeah great um well in the book harry potter oh man by she who not, shall not be named. Okay. Oh, yeah. So f- fuck that bitch. And I can't believe how just on the nose obvious some of her fucking bullshit is. Like all of her spells are just like mostly just Latin phrases for what they do. Uh, or the names of people like are not clever. They're just, they're just not clever. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, one of the people's names is Lupin. Yeah. And he was a werewolf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, which L- 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 Canis lupus is wolf. That's the, the Linnaean taxonomy for a wolf, like calling him Lupin with like, who's the werewolf. I don't know. It's that fucking guy. You knew it from the very beginning. Shut up. You whore. I mean, you knew it if you were smart, which mm. I was not, am not, mm. will not. Okay. So, Apparently Lupin being a werewolf is a metaphor for homosexuality. According to whom? (laughs) So I found this information in, um, a Quora post 
And he said that J.K. Rowling has explained that it's a metaphor for AIDS or some other disease that can carry a social stigma. And it seemed like J.K. Rowling confirmed this. She said, quote, the wizarding community is as prone to hysteria and prejudice as the muggle one. And the character of Lupin gave me a chance to examine those attitudes. So Great. Great. She, she she's she's the right person to speak for that. Yeah, let's uh. definitely have her represent homosexuality. <laughs> let's um, she let's did, talk about t- trans people hysteria. Joe. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, listen, look at your own metaphor. She apparently tried to reinforce that in spite of his condition, he ended up quite happy, which is like, I don't know. Anytime you're like, in spite of this condition, like if you're doing a metaphor for AIDS, like in spite of this, he still can be happy person. It's like, yeah, we know yeah. that. Like, that's, I don't know. Um, and he managed to find people who loved him regardless and eventually became lifelong friends with. So I don't know. How do you feel about the idea of werewolf as a metaphor for AIDS? Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's problematic as fuck. I don't like it. Um, on the surface, yeah, like I get real big, like cringe ick feelings. Why? Oh, just like anytime you talk about like HIV AIDS and like, children's novels like (laughs) it seems like maybe i don't know i'm so tired kyle oh my god (laughs) what i want to say is i think it's not hard to make that leap right like like a lot of werewolves pass on their werewolfery by biting somebody or being scratched or, or, or scratching someone and that's the like as a disease transmission that that makes sense like i think that's a pretty easy leap to make mm. and then there's maybe also like you don't know who the werewolf is like he's just like a normal person and then on the on the full moon that's when the shit happens and uh so that also seems to sort of fit right like you can't tell somebody's whether they're seropositive or not just by looking at them yeah um but I also I have an icky feeling now, like I'm trying to justify just a shitty don't don't make that comparison. I don't know. It feels to me like it really demonizes a person with AIDS or HIV. It's like there's this monster inside you that yeah, like comes out, and then you lose all control when it does come out, and you, I don't know. It just it's it's like people that still use the word clean to describe their like STI status. It, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think demonizing any of these conditions or any of the resulting symptoms. I don't yeah. think we need any more of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I also, I also don't need to like go get my blood checked every quarter for my prep prescription renewal and have them look for lycanthropy. Like, <laughs> is that a blood test? Is that how that works? Oh, I bet it would be a blood test. Probably. That would make sense if it runs yeah. in your blood. Yeah. No, you, what, what did you say? Check under your tongue for. Yeah. For bristles. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also just wanted to mention we're talking about JK Rowling and Harry Potter books. Is that, should we, should I have just avoided that altogether? Is there any problem in discussing it? Oh, um, no, no, 
Okay. I, I mean, I, okay, I, I get it. She is triggering. Those books can be triggering. And there's a lot of people, even trans people, who love that universe and have a seem to do a better job of separating the universe, the art, or if you can call it that, from the person who created it. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's a gray area. I don't think there's a right answer here. I I will say to my credit, I only looked at out.com and Quora. Mm-hmm. So I did not once in this process support her. Mm-hmm. That was important to me. Yeah. And she's a terrible person, awful human, not very good at her job. And um, if, if she was writing about AIDS, she shouldn't have. Yeah. Agreed. Done. Uh, did we do it? Oh, no. I, I mean, I have more stuff. Do you? I don't you have done? any more stuff. I just have this quiz now to give you. Oh, okay. I mean, we didn't talk about, we didn't talk about the Tylers, Tyler Posey and Tyler Hecklin. We did a little bit. They're both hot and Teen Wolf was amazing. Um, Colton Haynes, sit on my face. Uh, what else do we say? But he wasn't a, a werewolf. He was like some kind of snake thing. Yeah. What was he? a snake thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then why don't I, well, first of all, I have to say, I have to tell you the meme that I found, uh, the werewolf meme, which is pretty prevalent. First, it's an image of kids saying, it's a perfect moon for a werewolf to come out. And the werewolf says, I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you have that. Um, then the last thing I'm going to do is ask you questions ab- oh, yeah. about um, werewolves that Google, que- like go- the Google's question and answer asked me okay. and see what, what you say compared to what the answer is. Okay, great. Here we go. Uh, do werewolves exist today? Do werewolves exist today? No. That's a, isn't that a pointed question? <laughs> like, yeah. Do you still beat your wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do werewolves exist today, Mike? In your heart, maybe. Oh, that would be a great answer. They said the answer in here was it's an intriguing idea. It's pretty unlikely. Mm-hmm. So not as definitive as I would have imagined. Yeah. Never say never. Never say never. I, but sometimes you can say never. <laughs> what is the lifespan of a werewolf? Oh, if presuming no silver bullets, I'm going to say 85 years old, just like a normal human. Uh, the average werewolf lives around 1700 to 2100 years. No, I don't know, Mike. That's what Google told me. Okay, great. <laughs> vampires live forever werewolves i don't think so yeah i never got the werewolves live forever kind of vibe but i don't know um what's a female werewolf called a werewolfette (laughs) like smurfette (laughs) um a werewoman which werewolf isn't a gendered term from the get-go so we don't have to change it at all i hate these kind of words that people do and why did we change the wolf part? Like, even if it were, I would think that the weir part would be the part that would need to change, not the wolf woman part. wolf, a wolf woman weir. No, what? Oh, a wolf woman. That's good. Weir wolf, sheer wolf. I don't know. <laughs> Her wolf. <Yeah. laughs> um, how long are werewolves pregnant? Oh, um. So, more more than more than puppies but less than babies 
as short as three months, but sometimes longer, depending on how many babies the female's carrying. So yeah. Yeah. It's about yeah. right. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you think Google said about how strong is a werewolf compared to a human? Oh, um, okay. So in teen wolf, it made it so that you could do one armed pull-ups just shirtless, of course, just, just of by course. virtue of, of getting bit by one. So, uh, a triple strength, I'm going to go with triple strength. <laughs> the answer was at least strong enough to rip a full grown human in half. Oh yeah. Okay. So that triple that's, that's reasonable. I think that's the same answer. Yeah. I think uh, you'd have to be more than triple strong to actually rip somebody in half, but mm. yeah, I think that's in the ballpark. I don't know. Um, what happens if a werewolf, a werewolf's mate dies? They are real sad. Yeah. They howl, they howl a bunch. Ooh. Uh, and then they, um, eat its entrails. I don't know. <laughs> the answer was they go through painful agony and everything. (laughs) Yeah. So there you have it. Um, the last thing to talk about is does werewolves have anything to do with pup play? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So some, I, I don't think so. Or at least not mainstream pup play. Mainstream pup play seems to be about, about, being being a pup like an anthropomorphized dog not a wolf like they're they're not dangerous and they're not but like i think that there are some furries that i've seen that seem to be going for a werewolf vibe really yeah that would to be a furry and to like i was first thinking about i was like oh no they're like but they're trying to be like an animal they're picking an animal that they're related to but then werewolf actually seemed like it could fit in pretty well because you're a human some of the times and then an animal yeah a little less often so that seems kind of ripe for the picking for a furry what do you think a werewolf's dick is like oh my god is it like a does it become like a dog's dick like a wolf's dick because that's horrible or is it just like a human dick but like completely hairy (laughs) are we doing like is it centaur rules where the is the bottom half of a werewolf human oh god (laughs) maybe like like i I, werewolf takes his pants off and it's just normal dong just regular human dick down there i mean some 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 werewolves have like furry feet so i don't know that it's like from the waist down everything would be perfectly human centaur rules as you put Mm, it yeah so yeah they would have then a wolf dick which that makes it far, that makes all of this far less hot than I was imagining it. Yeah. 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 Also, I've seen some werewolf cartoons where like, that's, that's for sure a human bulge in there. Not a like sheathed up dog, dog dick bulge. See, if it's a human bulge, now I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think this is really important to whether like, I, I think it's gotta be human dick kind of thing. I think it's mostly wolf like, but got a human dick and that's their tell. That's how, you know, Oh my God. Since none of it's real, are there <laughs> Klingon werewolves? And then do they have two dicks and are they wolf dicks or Klingon dicks? Oh my God. <laughs> are there, are there werewolves in other species? Mm. Huh? 
Mm. Like, are there Vulcan werewolves and mm. are there Clamorgan werewolves? Probably. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I just... I I'll go back to what we talked about initially. Why, why are werewolves so gay? It's just, it just seems like the basic human instinct of like, it's a hot dude that gets all furry and alpha and shirtless. Like I just, I don't think I've learned anything new that makes me think it's anything more complex than just the basic. I do think that there's a lot of werewolf lore or, or fiction where like this person is trying to lead a normal life. They're trying to just like go to work and like have a significant other and date them and not accidentally eat them. Like, so they, they spend a lot of time and energy, like knowing when the full moon is going to be and chaining themselves up in the basement of some warehouse so that they don't eat their friends. But I, the, the idea of like a deep, dark, maybe deadly secret that's something I can identify with immediately as a gay person, right? Mm. Of Like, how do you pass as a normal human when you know that you have this thing about you that makes you not? Um, hmm. That's, I mean, I can see that being the way you feel about it when you're in the closet of feeling like this, there it's this evil, horrible part about you that you can never reveal to other people because no one would accept it and you might get killed for it. Or yeah. I could see that. And then once you come out and realize it's okay to be gay and that it's not, it's not an evil part of you, then the metaphor kind of falls apart. Yeah. But I can see it when it's, you're in the closet. And I also think that like the, once you've transformed and you are no longer inhibited and you're just in wolf form and like eating and rampaging, there's a catharsis there of sorts that like, that makes sense to me of like, I think there's the, the fear that if like I banged one dude, I would never go back. And that's actually what did happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but, but like the, the idea that like, if you let this thing out, it is going to be really powerful and take over. I, 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 I think there's, there's something there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. I don't know. Are you a werewolf Kyle? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of hairy. Well, great. We solved it. We did the mystery. Yeah. Where Kyle? <laughs> We're Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next book. That's the follow-up book to, to step. We're top. <laughs> <It's>, oh, <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I should be a wear top. Just like once every full moon, I'll top you. <laughs> that's what that's what my sexual position should be like that's what i want out of my relationship normally aside but once a month we're top we're top <laughs> uh did, did we do it yeah i think so hopefully we talked enough about werewolves that we talked about werewolves a whole bunch and loved it we didn't talk about michael j fox oh, or i was too young for that movie oh well <laughs> congrats <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> I don't know. Did you watch that movie? Yes. And I had weird feelings about it. Really? Yeah. Like what? I think mine was all like puberty anxiety of like having like your body is going through changes. Cause a lot of teen wolf, the original movie with Michael J Fox had similar like things about his body were changing because he was becoming a werewolf. And mm. I remembered like 
kind of thinking that was sexy and then being horrified. So I, were you into Michael J. Fox? Only as Teen Wolf. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's a revelation. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Hmm. All right, let's take a let's take a break. Okay, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> sure, break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Sorry, we back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> We're gonna do our gayest and straightest. We're gonna do our gayest and straightest. But first, I want to repeat what Kyle already said at the top of the show, just because they say that repetition makes you like remember shit. The yeah. Patreon Zoom happy hour is coming up. It is going to be on Wednesday, November the 1st. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but normally it's at 6 p.m. Pacific, but because Kyle has a job, we have to move it. It's going to be 7 p.m. Pacific. So come one hour later than you normally come, you comers. Yeah. Um, and a local gay bar review. Are you ready? Ooh, I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to talk to you about Duplay. I, it's spelled duplex. It's duplex. Duplex. Okay. <laughs> okay. So like it's when you're going there, it feels like maybe you're going down an alley to get murdered. Um, mm. But uh, you, it's kind of down this like sketchy looking alley. But then you'll know that you've arrived because there is a gay ass ice cream cone. That is their logo. And <laughs> um, it's pretty small. Um and it was, it was, it was not very many people in there, but that's because of the time that we went, not because of anything that was the bar's fault. The bartender was very nice, did not mind that we were speaking English, which after, after the, the, the surly one, the time before got in our face about it, this was like a welcome reprieve, um, and reasonably priced. We sat there and drank for quite a while and it was like, it was like, it was affordable. Anyway, I liked it. Three and a half dildos. Great. Good work, Duplex. Yep. And join our Discord server, please, especially if you want to be involved in the Gayish Secret Santa drawing this year. Uh, it'll be our third or fourth annual uh, time doing it. And yeah. um, TB on our Discord server uh, does the heavy lifting on getting it organized. It's a lot of fun. We do a Zoom call where we open up gifts and drink, you know, Winterland cocktails. Join Discord and go to the Secret Santa channel. You won't regret it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Do it. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on socials and you can find all of our contact information like our Discord or Facebook group at gayishpodcast.com slash contact. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, especially if it's your gayest and straightest. It's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is post office box one nine eight eight two Seattle Washington nine eight one zero nine. Gays and straightest. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I, I'm happy to go first. The straightest thing about me this week is I'm traveling for work. I'm here in Buenos Aires uh, for the week, but I have two friends. We're friends outside of work, but they're also colleagues. Uh, two two women that I travel with, and I noticed that I was doing the like straight guy chivalrous thing of making sure I always had them. Like I could always see them. Like we're wandering, <laughs> like when we're at the airport or out on the street and going to a restaurant or whatever. I just I always have like I'm keeping track of where my women folk are. Oh, gotcha. That, that seems like a nice thing to do. I mean, it's nice and it's. It's because it's my job because I have a penis. It's part of the, oh, like, anyway. Less nice. Uh, 
And then the uh, the gayest thing about me this week uh, was just today uh, went up to a like Pope John Paul themed sanctuary on top of a mountain in Santiago, Chile, and um, saw these saw these people. And I I turned to my friends and I said, I really wish that my boyfriend were here right now so that I could make out with him in front of those Mormons because it was they were fucking Mormons <laughs> being all Mormony. Um, they were like on a mission of some kind. Cause he had like this name tag that said elder, whatever his last name was. And, yeah. um, I just was like, I wanted to, I, I, I wanted to disturb them with gay stuff. Oh, that's too bad. You couldn't. Yeah, I know. Right. Maybe next time. Uh, how about you, Kyle? What's up? My gayest is my shopping list has been building up. I have all the new things I need to buy since I have a new job. So yeah. I just have a bunch of new stuff that I'm going to get. And so go in online shopping for my new job. I don't know what we did before we had like online shopping as an option. I mean, oh I, I do know because I, I was, I lived through that and we went to the <laughs> store. <laughs> you had to do it. Yeah. And it was horrible. Like yeah. people, people that like to do that are incorrect. Yeah. I don't know why it wouldn't be better to do that from the comfort of your home with sweatpants yeah. on. Right. My straightest is that I bought a bag of razors. Like oh. <laughs> the, the razors for my face came in a bag form. <laughs> they were the cheapest razors ever. Oh, it's just like a one and done, like one use kind of a thing. Uh, I think you, I can use them a few times, like three times. And then I got to throw them out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. My bag of razors. Bag of razors. Yeah. It's like a a bag of dicks, but different. But Um, with razors. um, Well, uh, this week we have a gay sensitivist coming to us from uh, where? Uh, From Round Rock, Texas. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Texan. Yep. This this is from Jason. Hey, Mike and Kyle. This is Jason from Round Rock, Texas. I'm actually on the road to go see y'all in Houston right now, tomorrow, and I cannot wait. Um, I listening to the Jeeps episode on the way down, and it just made me burst out laughing because I, a couple years ago, owned a Jeep four-door soft-top Wrangler. And thanks to y'all's conversation, it made me think of my gayest and straightest. Mike said that he's never taken the doors off his Jeep. Well, my straightest would be that I could get the four doors off in about 15 minutes. My or gayest goes to what Kyle said about driving around shirtless or naked in the Jeep. And that's my gayest is that I had just left the new beach. I had my beach towel wrapped around me. I'm driving down the road, so I took the towel off to let everything ventilate. And unbeknownst to me, an 18-wheeler was following behind me, tooted his horn. We pulled off to the side of the road, and needless to say, some fun ensued. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. Have a good night. Thanks for the wine, Jason. It was good to see you at the live show in Houston. Um, glad you made it. And Kyle already drank his rosé. Um, yep. Uh, uh, I have not. I have not cracked open the red yet, but I will when I get back to the, my home continent. <laughs> and I love that our Jeep episode could inspire some gayest and straightestes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do we do it? Yeah, that's it. And that is it. A big, big thank you to all the werewolves in the land. Yeah. To Tyler Posey for being hot. And to my long lost relative, Mr. Stump. Mr. Stump. (laughs) Uh, Thank you also to our super gap bridgers who give us their money in a big show of support to what we do. 
Thank yeah. you to them. So thank you to Kaylee Adams. Oh, <gasps> hey, Kaylee. Uh, Kit Oliver, Andrew Bugby, William Bryant, Chris Frem, John Crowley, Stephen Porch, Yost Osel, Harry Shaw, Josh Copeland, Jonathan Montanez, Wadu, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, James Barrow, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lasagna, Michael Cubbington, Just Jamie, Kevin Henderson, Thomas B., Timothy Sora, Dusty Sands, A.E. Coleman, Chris Cachetorians, and Jerome York. Thank you for your support. Thanks for your money. That's that's it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Cachetorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week from Ecuador this time. Mm-hmm. Weird energy, Kyle. I have weird energy. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a full moon? Is that what's happening? Am I turning into a werewolf? A weird, a weird <laughs> mic? <laughs>